Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. Rutherford County's 22nd annual Earth Day celebration is Saturday, April 22nd, 10 a.m. to 2 on the square in Murfreesboro. MTE is proud to be the primary sponsor and organizer. Free fun for the whole family, April 22nd on the square. We've got Rutherford County Property Assessor Rob Mitchell joining us here today and um, Mike Sparks is maybe going to be able to call. They've got uh, some big happenings on the uh, floor of the house today. (laughs) It's nuts. Interesting uh, times. We were just talking, Rob, about all the things that are going on. And uh, just curious from your perspective in terms of the uh, tornado damage, um, does your office have anything to do during that time? Oh, yeah. We we sent a crew out on Monday to survey the damage because what a lot of folks don't know, if your home suffers substantial storm damage, you can contact our office and we will make adjustments on your property record card so that you don't, you don't have to pay property taxes on property that's no longer there. Okay. So... Uh, we make those adjustments. We have a team out there. Don't want to get in anybody's way, but we uh, we have aerial imagery before the tornado. Uh, the GIS office sent a drone out there, captured imagery post-tornado, so we, we can make a comparison and see exactly what's done. Our office has reached out to Kenning County's property assessor's office and gave them, they have limited resources, so We've agreed to, to help them however we can, whatever they need. We'll be on the ground to help them get their job accomplished because they're an office of two people. <laughs> mm. I, I guess uh, you, you, this this tornado hit right at Rutherford and Cannon County. Reedyville is, is right there, uh, really in both counties. So um, I'm not sure whether most of the damage was on the Rutherford County side or the Cannon County side or whether it matters a whole lot in, in that area. No, I, th- I think most of the damage was actually on the Cannon County side. It looks like the Reedyville Mills total loss, Yeah, you I, know, which, is, which is heartbreaking. You being a, uh, a historian as well, of course, we did lose – not only the Reedyville Mill, but uh, the Charles Reedy home and just so many historical um, yeah. places out there. I mean, they, and they made it through, you know, Civil War and all kinds of things. And then uh, in, in the blink of an eye in 2023, a storm. That's, right. You just Ho- never know. Ho- hopefully, uh, hopefully some of that will be rebuilt. Uh, it'll never be the way it was, but hopefully, you know, somebody will be able to rebuild on it. Yeah. Well, um, part of what we're going to spend some time in conversation with you about today um, is you have been promoting uh, chess as, as a way to help our young people. Maybe um, just kind of give us an overview. If somebody said to you, Rob, uh, I hear you talking about chess all the time. What, what, what is the, the crux of the message that you want people to understand about that? Well, but the message I want, I want folks to understand is what we're attempting to do is to help the next generation of children think critically about their actions. Chess is uh, a great analogy. It's been used over and over again. Uh, 
to use your brain before you use your hands. Think about your actions before you make those actions. Chess has been proven to uh, facilitate greater branch thinking in individuals. In other words, if I do this, then that will happen. That's what's called branch thinking. Uh, it also stimulates the frontal cortex. And when you, when you use a muscle, the brain is, is technically not a muscle, but in the analogy it is, the more you use it and utilize it, the greater the synapses and connections there are. There are studies out there that chess has been used as a treatment for Alzheimer's to slow down the progression of that disease. So we want to bring a very cost-effective and efficient program to the, the students, not of just Rutherford County, but in all of Tennessee, to have a chess-enriched curriculum that takes traditional curriculum that we have, integrates chess into it, and presents it in such a manner that makes it more readily absorbable by the children and makes it easier to teach for the, uh, the teachers. We received a grant from Marcus Lamonis, who is the chairman of Camping World and has a CNBC show, The Prophet, and an HGTV show called The Renovator. He gave Rutherford County $5,000 to help us start the program in our alternative schools. And we raised an additional $300 from local citizens to add with that, which brings a total of $5,300. Late last night, I received a message from Congressman Mark Green, who is the chairman of Homeland Security, <laughs> and uh, at in the uh, in Congress. And he, he says, while he's not uh, a great chess player, he's willing to play a chess match for charity for a good cause. We just have to arrange the time and place for that. So hopefully that will bring some attention to what our efforts are and have more community buy-in. So this is, is this a pilot project within the alternative schools? Um, I mean, what, what are you hoping that it goes from there to what next? Well, we're, we're funding, we're going to fund completely for our alternative schools out of that money. The pilot program, which we have at the General Assembly, which Representative Sparks has requested an amendment, is actually a six-county pilot program in Tennessee, Rutherford County being one of the six, uh, where the new curriculum would be introduced to the teachers, and the teachers would be trained on how to present it to the students and also give them opportunities that the children accomplish their tasks. The reward is they get to play a game of chess with with the other students in their downtime when their when their work is done, so there's a an action reward type of uh, benefit from that as well. It, it's not a, a totally new program. The International Chess Federation has vetted it, and we're working with their chairman of chess and education, who is Mr. Jerry Nash, who just happens to be from Cookville. In in rolling this out, they have the program currently in Alabama. And they are rolling the program out currently in New Hampshire. So it's not a brand-new, untested program. It's one that has a track record. It is working, and we want to bring that to the students of Tennessee. So the, um, the money, I guess that has to be voted on at, at, in Nashville at the State House and Senate? Right. It's got, uh, Representative Sparks made the request at appropriations. Uh, then it will have to 
go back through budgeting or however <laughs> however that works up there. He's made the request. He's publicly made the request. What we we just need right now is for citizens to call their representatives, uh, to call uh, Chairman Ryan Williams' office, who he is the chairman of uh, appropriations, and let them know that this is this is a great program and it's it's a worthy program and it touches not just on Rutherford County it touches children statewide. Mike uh, had mentioned that this is a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget request and for six counties, so uh, I'm sure that would be divvied up fairly equally in terms of uh, trying to start these programs. So, what would you like to do? here in rutherford county if that money is appropriated for that will it grow outside of the alternative schools or oh yes this would be outside of the alternative schools so this would uh we'd let the the school board pick the the schools that are going to participate in it because that's up to them to do that we'll provide the funding we'll buy the equipment we'll arrange for the teachers to be trained and any additional support that they need to make it successful now, would this be, um, let's let's say it's at Riverdale High School, uh, for, for instance. Uh, this would be something that those students would be able to um, join in to participate in, or would this be like a uh, something that teachers will integrate into their classroom? They would integrate it into their classrooms okay. with their normal curriculum. So if you're having a reading class, they would, there's ways to integrate those lessons with chess if it's mathematics that's very easy uh, ge- geometry extraordinarily easy pattern recognition branch thinking those are all very useful critical thinking skills mm-hmm. that have to be developed instead of teaching a child what the answers are we want to teach them how to think and reason a solution because who knows what challenges we're going to be faced with in the future. We can't even think of the questions. So there's no way we can provide the students with the answers. But with this program, we can teach them how to think. And that's the most important thing of all. Rutherford County Property Assessor Rob Mitchell with us. And uh, we've got Mike Sparks on the phone from the state capitol as well. And uh, Mike, it's been a, a Unusually busy and raucous week there at the state house. Yes, it has, uh, Brian. Um, little little turmoil, I guess you could say, um, dealing with uh, some of what we got going on. But um, sadly, it, it 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 overshadows some of the real problems that, of mental health, critical thinking skills that Rob is talking about. Um, you heard me share on the radio the uh, mental health uh, substance abuse. Uh, town hall we put together at my church, Parkway Baptist, about three years ago. Well attended. Both school superintendents were there. Um, uh, both um, Mayor Ketcher and Time was there, and a lot of folks, Tennessee Departmental Health, Tennessee Mental Health Cooperative, and, and you heard me share on the radio the letter I received from the late Dr. Linda Gilbert. Uh, Linda, Dr. Gilbert probably knew more about education than probably any legislator up here at the Capitol. In that letter, she said the six to nine year olds, the behavior or something like she's never seen before. They're disorderly disruptive. And she goes on to kind of compliment the state that they are trying. But uh, it's critical where we're at today, uh, whether it's a school shooting last week that um, has been overshadowed by the three lawmakers that are bringing attention to themselves rather than the 
those those victims and the mental health problem. Uh, but I appreciate Rob his passion for this. He's been doing he's been talking about this stuff for years. This isn't just something to come up with. And uh, Rob has just been uh, doggedly uh, determined to bring awareness, critical thinking skills within our juveniles and even the juvenile system. So I applaud Rob for his actions. Mike, um, I, I do want to make sure that uh, obviously the big news today is the, the uh, a vote on possible expulsion for those uh, lawmakers. Um, kind of update us on that. I know that uh, the, the state capitol is pretty busy today with folks on, on both sides of the issue, I would assume. Well, it, it is, and it, it's... Justin, he's, he's speaking now, um, and he, he, he sits behind me. We become friends. You know, ironically, I, I like the young man, but I've, I've, I've told him, I said, Justin, you just got to tone it down, man, and you've got to go, go by the – I mean, the speaker is getting on to him right now. You know, it, it's, it, it's hard to be an activist and then be a, a representative of the people, and I don't think people can distinguish between the two. I mean, I couldn't have behavior like you on the county commission, the city council. Uh, you wouldn't tolerate it at WGNS Radio or Walmart or McDonald's or in our school system. So he's having to call them down now. You know, he's, he's getting on to them now. I mean, we have procedures up here. We have rules. We have decorum. And it's, it's, I think the rise of social media has made this worse, where people just want to be an activist and be get all the likes and stuff on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and I think this psychological human behavior where people want attention on themselves rather than the real issues, um, he's a very bright young man. I've told him, I said, Justin, if you, if you just could tone it down and just learn to play within the rules, you could be so effective for your community the next 20 years. There's so many issues out there that need to be fought, whether it's drug addiction, the fentanyl crisis, uh, transportation issues, school security third grade reading and, and, you know, the lack of workforce development. But those issues don't seem to rise of the occasion for folks. They're more about trying to put attention on themselves. And um, it's a tough vote for me. I mean, I, I sit in front of them. And um, I almost was asked to be moved. I mean, I almost asked Speaker to move me when we first started. But I thought, well, maybe the Lord's got me here in front of him for a reason. So we talk and and back and forth. I mean, he said hello this morning. It's pretty awkward to be honest for me. It really is. So, anyways, I'm getting a lot of calls and texts. Some for expelling, some not. But the leadership tried to work with these folks, and it's just gotten worse and worse. So, I mean, it just. So what happened was it, not the first time there has been something that hasn't. Uh, you know, this. I guess a lot of people think this is because they uh, came up before the body, and it, it you know, and yeah. it was not following procedure. But is this not the the first and only time that something like this oh, has no, happened? This is several times, several times. I mean, they disrupted it. I think it was education this week, and uh, and they got expelled, taken off from the committee. They still show up at the committee and disrupt and want to get pictures with people in the audience. Uh, it's it's a social media thing. This is what's so strange. Um, and people, you know, I just think they've got that activist mentality and they can't represent the people. Um, it's just really, well, like the guy's just saying, people are trying to play the cameras. You know, that's what's sad. Um, but uh, that's where we're at today in this society, man. It's And that, that's one reason I think there's a correlation between the mental health crisis we're facing because everybody wants likes and they want to 
you know, they want to uh, be on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and um, I think it's uh, it's really um, adversely affecting our youth. And when people are using kids, they're using little ten-year-olds uh, to come up here and scream and shout and not understand the process of of legislation and debate and decorum and trying to move things forward. I mean, I, I was telling uh, Representative Jones uh, when I first, well, I've known him, you know, for a couple of years, but I told him, I, I said, remember what Reagan said. Reagan always said, if I find somebody who agrees with me 80% of the time, that's 80% friend, not a 20% traitor. Most of us agree that on the issues and just moving forward, but when you can just continue to disrupt, there's got to be a time and a place um, to, to stop to stop this stuff. And uh, sorry, I'm just moving here, but and it just seems to be getting it just seems to be getting getting worse. You know. Um, do, do you fully expect but, that? Uh, the, it's unfortunate that's where we're at. Do you do you do you feel like those three are going to be expelled today? I mean, yeah. You know, I've I've kind of been one of these that's been on the fence, but I've got. A lot of calls and uh, other folks. I don't want to say their name on the radio, but folks that aren't even into politics. Like, look, man, y'all got to get together up there, and um, you just can't have all this, 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 all this disruption. Well, that's what's happening uh, today. But um, I mean, the focus should be on solutions: mental health, education, third grade reading, workforce development. What can we do to help teachers stay in the profession? Uh, but but they take the attention, put it on themselves. And like I heard somebody say, not Tennessee three, it's Tennessee me, because they're bringing attention to themselves rather than the issues that we that we've got serious issues in this in this state that we've got to solve. Well, um, just to kind of tie this up here with uh, Rutherford County Property Assessor Rob Mitchell here, uh, your budget request um, to for chess education it, it'd be a pilot project in six counties, and uh, you obviously see the passion that Rob has with that and. Um, we're trying to get a budget request. Yes, the, the three hundred and fifty. Yes. Um, well, I appreciate him reaching out to Camping World. I guess he's told you about that story. We're also asking for. I just got a phone, Mary Watkins, president of African American Heritage Society, trying to save an old school over there um, near Bo Washington's property. A lot of folks may know who Bo was. Sadly, Bo. She was about a thirty, forty-year educator. She sadly passed, I believe, last year, and. Um, you know, Dr. Smith, I think if he was still around, he would he would want me to put in for this request of 37000 to try to save an old school and try to help the African American Heritage Society. We're also trying to help um, uh, Carpe Artista with uh, arts and Smyrna. Uh, also try to get uh, a grant for a uh, water line out Independence Hill Road, Pawpaw Springs Road. They haven't had water. and uh, But these budget requests are difficult. You know, it's, it's not easy to get budget requests. Um, but... Uh, I think it does help when, when that Marcus uh, Malonis, I think is his name, if he's confident in the program uh, and willing to stroke a check, I think it, it adds a lot of substance and merit to, to the request we're asking for. Well, Mike, I'm going to uh, let you go and wrap up and give Rob this last minute to yeah, thank you. appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Um, thank you, Brian. Rob, um, for those who would be interested in kind of joining in this effort to help bring chess education to our young people do you have will you take volunteers and if so how, how do they get in touch with you oh absolutely we'll take volunteers uh they can contact claire maxwell uh at the uh 
Board of Education, or they can contact me. My personal email is r, the initial r, Mitchell, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L, at bellsouth.net. Um, my cell phone number is 615-426-7373. Best way to get through to me is to send me a text because uh, I had an update on my phone, and now I I have difficulty finding voicemails. Oh. <laughs> so if you text me, I, I'll see the text. But if it's a voicemail, it, it gets lost and it goes into the ether. So I'm, I'm going to have to go and have a tech person figure out what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we'll, we'll take uh, in, any kind of assistance at all. And we really appreciate it. Rob, thanks for stopping in today. Appreciate it. Thank you. Rob Mitchell joining us uh, along with State Representative Mike Sparks from the Hill in Nashville. If you missed any part, want to check it out, our podcast is at WGNSRadio.com.